Hello, and welcome to a midnight podcast powered by Red Stitch Wine with Bailey Sadiki. <laughs> hey. How's it going? It's going all right. Tried to play my own intro music, but it played U2, the uh, album everybody got on iTunes that I'm pretty sure everybody hates instead, so that's what we're going to use. I like that one. Did you? It was a little different. Set a nice little slow mood, though. Mm-hmm. It's not what I wanted. Oh. Is that what you wanted? <laughs> yeah, it's midnight. It's not midnight. Oh. It's a regular hour for regular people. That's what it is. It's 10 o'clock. Yeah. On Friday close. night. <laughs> On Friday night. All right, we, I just want to, we're going to play a little game. Let's play a game. We're going to go to a, we're going to go to an online, uh, something online, funny questions to ask list, and we're going to debate some of these questions, or I'll ask you and you tell me your answers. Okay. And then we'll talk about our own answers for these questions. Or you just tell me your answers and I'll try to. <laughs> tell me what? Tell you something else. Or if it's the same. No, you're going to have answers, and I'm going to have answers. Right. So we'll both answer them. Okay. You want to answer the first question? I'm going to scroll through this randomly and choose. No, you. (laughs) If animals could talk, which animal would be the rudest? (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, what do you think? The rudest animal? I feel like it'd be goats. It'd have to be a goat. <laughs> Aren't goats mean? I don't know. I see him ramming, ramming like everybody that <laughs> goes to pet him and do things online all the time. No, we went to the fair. Yeah, cats. Got to be cats too. Cats are rude. Cats are rude. But remember, not the fair. We went to the zoo, and we had Harper when she was a tiny girl. There was goats. We didn't get kicked or rammed. <laughs> they just stand there. <laughs> They yeah, but do anything crazy. I feel like they could be very rude. I think cats are the rudest. Think about Owen, Paige's cat. <laughs> Freaking guy just sits around the house and stares at you like you're He's pretty worthless rude. all the time. Yeah, I guess they could be cats. He's That's very rude. <laughs> I would pet him and he'd be like, start purring for 10 seconds and then decide to rip your eyes out. Yeah. <laughs> rude. That is a hilarious question. It's got to be cats. Okay. Do you think so? you have a different opinion? I'm trying to think of that Secret Life of Pets that we just watched. <laughs> it is cats. It's cats. has to be, right? Mm-hmm. All right, you ready for the next question then? Sure. Um, let's see. What are the unwritten rules of where you work? Oh, yeah. Starbucks <laughs> unwritten rules. Do you know what an unwritten rule is? What do you mean? No. Yeah, come on. What are the unwritten What do you mean? Listen, babe. An unwritten rule is like rules in the workplace or wherever that they're not like actual rules, but everybody knows between like the employees, like you don't do this, you don't do that. Like the things that, like say a new person comes in and doesn't really know and starts doing stuff that you're like, really? This is stupid. Starbucks isn't interesting. Like, ooh, look at this. this that's Nothing that's is interesting. Starbucks is probably very interesting because everybody goes there. 
Yeah, but. I'm sure we would love to have some behind the scenes uh, <laughs> <laughs> of Starbucks stories. Oh, um, can I just tell you a story that happened today? Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> this lady came back. She came in in the morning. She ordered like a um, caramel frappuccino with an ad shot and extra caramel, you know, all the fixins. And she came back after a few hours and showed us a picture of her frappuccino and she had a piece of the caramel bottle like it has a piece on the top that you screw up screw on and then the piece on the bottom it's like metal it sits on the counter anyways you screw that on after you add the caramel it exploded today when this girl was making her drink so the piece of metal came off and landed in her drink and the girl working apparently didn't notice, even though caramel was splattered everywhere. How and big is the how big was the piece? A huge. What's huge? Like I mean, it probably. It fit into the cup. It fit in the cup, and it probably took over like part of the bottom, like a good amount. I mean, like are we talking about like a quarter? No, bigger, much bigger. Well, like you know, you worked at Starbucks. Do you remember the caramel bottles, <laughs> the drizzles? I can't explain it. It's just like a metal ring, and it has like a... I worked at Starbucks. <laughs> we just changed the bottles. Anyways, she came back, and she's like shaking because she was so nervous. And she's like, this was in my drink. And like the manager started freaking out. But um, the girl making it had no idea that <laughs> it had dropped in there, and she s- handed it out to this lady. So the poor woman was like drinking her frappuccino midway through, sucked on some metal. <laughs> Isn't that bad? That's like, bad. Like, how does that happen? Like, she, like, sucked through a straw, and it's like when you hit, like, a... Weird thing. Like a strawberry when you're doing, like, a No, because it doesn't go it through. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So she's and like... like, it just sticks to the bottom? Yeah. And then she opened her drink <laughs> up, and it was a sheet of metal. A big piece of metal. Wow. So... What did your I, manager say? Um, sh- we gave her a refund. She was like, I'm so sorry. She gave her, like, a ton of different cards, but... Just to, like, file a claim on it, you know, because yeah. she doesn't want to get sued. <laughs> That's rough. It was, and the poor girl working was like, I'm so nervous, like, what's going to happen to me? I'm like, well, I mean, you probably should have paid attention when, like, if the bottle exploded where the top went, right? You would have paid attention think? to that. I would have, because I pay attention to everything. Because you're the star employee <laughs> of the month. Every no, month? No, every day. But I was just, it was crazy. I did work there for one week. Right after I graduated high school. Yeah, and you didn't even last. No. Why is that? Because it was horrible. <laughs> and I've been there for five years. <laughs> the job it's not awful. horrible. It's just, there's, it's, it's, for it me takes it was a horrible. certain person to do that yeah, job. Just like every job. For me, it was horrible. Right. I don't feel like coffee is important. So when Neither I'm in, in a workplace where everybody I'm helping feels like coffee's the most important thing in the world and they're all pissed and they're all rushed to get their coffee and yeah. do their thing. That doesn't, like, my personality doesn't say, oh, let me help this you. is important <laughs> to them, so let me be important to me too. I'm like, this is, you're dumb. This is dumb. I used to be, like, a crazy person about it, right? Like, as an employee, when I first started working there, before I had Harper, I was like, you know, I wanted to be, like, the best and I wanted to make every customer super happy just by the way that's how you do it at starbucks it's called um make the moment right which you just have to always make the moment right even if a customer's wrong is that what they say yeah um which is a bummer 
because even the cups when it's usually always wrong and you're just like of course like we'll remake that drink six times no worries problem but um now that i have harper i honestly like look at people that come in and that freak out about their drink or employees that freak out about the job just being so stressful i just like I just roll my eyes like, <laughs> you have no idea. But you also have like zero aspirations of moving up any ladders or any of that. Oh, yeah. Like, like if I was that girl never. today that shot like a piece of metal into a drink and served it, <laughs> I wouldn't be like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? I'd be like, <laughs> can't wait to, can't wait to tell my job. friends how stupid I am. <laughs> Same. Like, I would just go, wow, that's brutal. But I don't know. I, that wasn't for me. But a lot of jobs weren't for me. Remember yeah. Hollister, we worked there together. That was not for me. And men, men's warehouse, we worked there together. Mm-hmm. That was not for me. That was more for you. Um, but I honestly think Starbucks is the one thing that I think I'm actually good at. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't really good at those other. It's not jobs. the one thing. It's just what you do, and you're good at it. You would probably be very good at anything you do. Yeah, but um, it was funny. I was dying. That sucks for that girl. I hope she gets fired (laughs) even like the manager who called the district manager was like how does that happen and you not notice that was my first thought like how do you not notice when you've made a big scene and it's exploded caramel you know Mm -hmm. stupid alright ready for the next question yeah what is the most embarrassing thing you have ever worn (laughs) there's gotta be something good in this for you I feel like most embarrassing thing I've ever worn Mm-hmm. My work shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Your black non-slips. Yes. That can't. It, that can't be. Do you feel so stupid when you walk out of the house every I, morning? First of all, they're covered in dried whipped cream and just filth. Second of all, <laughs> the other day I woke up to put them on, and Duke had crapped all over them, so they <laughs> stink like crap. <laughs> And whipped cream. Um, no, honestly, like, I'm a big shoe person, so to wear those every single day, like, with cute jeans and a green apron, it's like, <laughs> Dang it. I could see that. Because I don't, w- I mean, I don't wear anything embarrassing. I'm trying I've to think of any, to. I'm trying to think of a job that made me wear something embarrassing, but I don't know that there is. I never worked at Wiener Schnitzel. I worked <laughs> at the Chuck Wagon, which is pretty much the same thing. I had yeah. to wear a red polo shirt with a red chuck wagon like dad hat but that was like 15 years ago when dad hats weren't real cool for us that's not embarrassing no it wasn't terrible but i don't i don't know what i would would say i wore that's embarrassing right it's not i'm sure looking back at some point throughout my life i could find something i remember i remember i was into skating in I think probably like freshman year, and I was for some odd reason wanted to be the guy that wore white Levi jeans to school. I, <laughs> I like bought, I got a pair now. of white Levi's, <laughs> and I wore them. <laughs> I would do that now. I just got some stylish work boots, and you just like railed me immediately <laughs> on how I, you, I'm an idiot for getting work boots because I can't build a single thing. I just think it's funny for somebody like you who's like all athletic and into being at the field every day or the facility, and you show up with these giant construction boots <laughs> to wear wear to wear but to I'm the impulsive <laughs> I'm impulsive so when I see something like that I'm like I want that and I want to wear that I'm gonna change I'm gonna my career <laughs> no, that's a good chance I don't know I just find it funny there's a good chance I would do something like that 
I've never been embarrassed about a single thing in my entire life. <coughs> Next question. What would be the absolute worst name you could give your child? What if we had another kid? What would be the worst name? That's a tough one. But it has to be kind of normal. Really, well, yeah, because you would never name your some child something <laughs> awful, right? I don't know. So like Harry. Like would you name your son Harry? That's a normal person's but name. But that's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, it is because it has like two meanings. Right. So like it is I no, I would not name my <laughs> I would not do that. But is Harry the actual name? I think it's probably Harrison. No, it's Harry. No, but he's named <laughs> Harry. Nobody nobody's actually Larry. named Harry. Mary. Larry's fine. Harry. Mary's fine. <laughs> Harry is is a <laughs> that describes somebody. <laughs> okay, what would you say? Um, Beatrice Beatrice would be tough That's a bummer You said that was some serious enthusiasm Because there was a girl that actually You know you have to ask names at Starbucks And that was hers And I was like oh That's a tough one It's a bummer Yeah What about I listened to a uh, comedian He was talking about when he was a kid In high school And he was talking about There was a kid there that was normal But just a little off and uh, his name was Tot, T-O-T. <laughs> and his dad said that he literally gave him that name because it was easy to spell and it's the same forward and backwards. Oh, cute. But he wouldn't know that unless he was like immediately born with some problem. Oh. But Tot. Tot. I think, a name tot. Like, I think a name like that is like, <laughs> like when you spell your name, like T-O-T. Yeah. That's a bummer. But that's like, an, I don't know, that's a real name. Yeah. Never heard anybody that name. I've never heard anybody <laughs> that name either. I wouldn't name my kid Tot. I'll go with Tot. You can go with Harry. <laughs> Harry Tot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what do we got next? What do we got next? <sighs> what would be the worst buy one get one free sale of all time? Hmm. <laughs> This could be a good one if you could think of something. <laughs> Buy one, get one free. I don't know. Food? No, not food. Because I feel like if you buy something like good, you want another one, right? So what, why would that be? Yeah, but you don't. You a lot of times buy things that you don't want to buy at all. Like what? Do you like buying toilet paper? I just bought some I know. yesterday. I love buying toilet paper. You don't love buying toilet paper. Sorry. You just buy it because you have to. No, I I am. You don't enjoy. Oh man, I get to go buy go. toilet paper today. No, I like. You don't do that. I sent a picture to my mom of everything I just bought the other day because oh. it's just so satisfying oh. to me that like the house is full of the things we need. I like that. I'm not bummed about it. And if I get another set for free, sign me up. I don't, yeah, I guess I don't know too many things that would be bad. Buy one, get one free. Unless you bought, like, an animal. Like yeah. a tarantula. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard the story about Amy's tarantula. Mm-hmm. Brutal. I can't think of a buy one, get one free that yeah, would that's be weird. bad. Mm. Can't think of one. 
Are we boring people? For sure. Spice it up a little bit. All right. Let's see here. Who do you know that really reminds you of a character in a TV show or movie? Um, I don't know this person personally, but he's one of my customers, and he looks like the pig off of Sing. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? He's the watched musical, that movie. Like mm-hmm. Animal movie. The little dancing pig. I do know the little dancing pig. There's a guy that comes in and looks like him. His name is Paul. And he, every time he comes in, he orders the same thing for him and his wife. And I just think of this little... Does Paul follow you on Instagram? I sure hope not. Because <laughs> if he sees this, he's not going to be stoked next time he walks in. I mean, he doesn't look like a pig. It, he Call just him Polly rem- the pig and see what he, <laughs> he says. He just reminds me of him. I, I just think he's super nice and he's like always, always happy. And that pig is like super upbeat and... Hilarious. It's more of a personality thing than... Well, he's kind of... Looks like a pig, I guess. <laughs> That's a tough That's one. That's a bummer. That is a bummer. You could have come up with so many nice things. I know. You came up with a guy named Paul that looks like a pig in a musical. It's true, though. I mean, I don't know anybody else, really. All right. Well, how about this? If someone asked you to be... If someone asked to be your apprentice and learn all that you know, what would you teach them? About life. How about that? What would you teach them about life if you wanted, to, if they wanted to say, "Hey, you look super happy." Oh gosh. And like you got it all together. What's the secret? The secret is having a great husband. You don't need to <laughs> pretend. I'm not pretending. You are. You, you know, we have our things, but um, a perfect little human and just two really supportive loving families like I think that's all super helpful Um, because I know people that don't have like parents that are involved or that like what you've chosen to do with your life or whatever like stuff like that I feel like my parents are amazing in every way and so are yours Um, I think just all of that helps to be a happy yeah good person I don't know I agree I think that's a big piece of like I think motivation in life sometimes mm-hmm. where I think if somebody was my apprentice I'd tell them to look for I wouldn't say look for motivation because I think motivation is is like I think motivation is stupid mm-hmm. <laughs> I, for some reason it bugs me actually I know why it bugs me do you know who Zig Ziglar is? No. There's a name. I would never name my kid Zig. Mm-hmm. Zig Ziglar is a, uh, literally, I think if you look him up on, on Google, it'll say probably, um, I don't know. It'll tell you he's a, he's a salesman. Mm-hmm. It'll tell you he's a uh, motivational speaker. And then probably something else, one more thing, I think. He died in 2012. He's a motivational speaker, and he said one of his most famous quotes was, uh, people say that motivation doesn't last, and neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. Mm -hmm. And I think to have salesman and motivational speaker in your literal, like, Wikipedia bio, that to me, like, is the salesman. Mm -hmm. So that quote, I think, always turned me off from 
motivation as far as like people that need to wake up in the morning and go all right let me like watch a youtube video like i used to do i know <laughs> and blast that. it through the house right i would uh-huh. li- listen to eric thomas yelling and you would hate it and i'd get out the door like a lightning bolt and be like see you later and i would be super irritated off to work <laughs> good to go right yeah but i think that i think that was before i really knew what i was doing as far as just my life and my mm-hmm. day and there was a small piece of me probably that went ah oh, right here we go what are we doing today Mm-hmm. not stoked about whatever I have to do and then you listen to something like that it pumps you up temporarily mm-hmm. real quick and then you like need it every day yeah so I think motivation for me is like a short-term fix when you look at it that way for like a long-term problem mm-hmm. like if you're like a lifetime problem like if you go to a nine-to-five every day that you hate and it sucks and you gotta wake up every morning and like find motivation to get through your like whole day mm-hmm. that's a bummer that's why motivation bothers me because you're gonna do it every day yeah you're gonna have to do it every day because it disappears right it's like that that's like the new motivational speakers like a doctor like today where the, nobody's gonna fix you they're just gonna give you things mm-hmm. here's your prescription see you in a month pay me my money twice a month once a month whatever it is but if we talked it out and we figured it out and I was a therapist that was actually very very good at my job mm-hmm then we'd figure out your problems and we'd be done. Right. And the rest, now we have a long-term solution for your long-term problem. Yeah. Not just a reoccurring monthly refill. Yeah. I think that sucks. I think motivation is just, you can replace it with passion, I think. Right. Whatever you like to do, like do that. Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't, you won't have to wake up and be inspired by somebody yelling at you through YouTube every day. Right? Yeah. You can just go get a frappuccino with a sheet metal in it and life is good because you're already good Mm -hmm. but there is I think actual motivation like I just said like I think you I don't think anybody I don't don't think the only seriously the only motivation in my entire life is my family and you guys like my mom and dad I want them to be proud I think like every kid wants their parents to be proud of them Uh I want my sisters to be happy that their brother's not an idiot <laughs> like mm-hmm. cool he's good yeah. I don't want either I don't want any of them to like stress or worry about me like if I was doing something stupid and everybody's got to worry about Jake every day because he's off the deep end and yeah you know mm-hmm. that's motivating to just stay in a good lane and be happy happy and healthy yeah and having the daughter to me and looking at my parents it's like a successful kid is, a, is just happy Mm-hmm. Like if Harper's happy, I'm stoked. Yeah. So like I would like my parents to know that I'm happy doing what I'm doing. I feel good doing it, and they they can be at peace every day knowing our son is happy. Mm-hmm. He's doing something he loves. And then obviously with you and Harper, that's motivation for sure. Yeah. We've talked about that. Like you chose to marry me, so it's like you have one one life and you chose to spend it with me like I don't want that to ever be a mistake yeah you know mm-hmm. that's for sure and some days it feels like it I'm sure for you and some days it might not but I think that like the long-term thing would just be to to build to whatever whatever your life wants to look like like that's what I want it to look like because mm-hmm. that to me is like happiness right I don't have anything here that I'm like I need this I need that I want to do this I just want to make you guys happy and then obviously with Harper, I just think taking care of her like at an all-time high rate as a parent is important. 
Yeah. I feel like. I feel like we wouldn't. I don't know. She's obviously. We think she's incredible, but I could think about it, and I. I don't know. I think the best way to put it would be like I wouldn't. If we wouldn't. I wouldn't bring a, like a little angel into the world without like a guardian, mm-hmm. and I think we're the guardians, and yeah. we brought her here. She has no choice. Oh, she has no sweet. choice to be here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like she's at the mercy of her parents. Yeah. And it's our job. It's our duty. So I think for me, that's that would be true motivation yeah, that is. lives inside of you mm-hmm. every day. And then if you want to just go get through your days and have fun and enjoy your life, that's probably where the passion part comes in. Yeah. Got to do something you like. Right. She is every ounce of my motivation. She is. Uh-huh. She is. Which is good. Mm-hmm. She's such a good girl. I know. I know. I just, and that's what I think. I think people gotta live <laughs> and be happy and find some motivation. Like it's like your, that's your life, like your whole life. Yeah. I think there's another quote that says, uh, "Like you have to write your story, even if nobody will publish it. Mm-hmm. That's your duty." And when I like listen to that and think about life, like you have to like really live your life, mm-hmm. even if nobody cares. Like it's yours. It's just yours. Right. Live it in a certain way. People care. People will publish your life and listen to your story and pay attention. But like even if nobody does, it's like it's just yours. Yeah. You gotta do whatever makes you happy. Like today. And I think doing doing like right here, right now is the only thing that matters. I feel like I feel like I feel like like that's the only thing that exists. I don't even feel like the past or the future like exists. Is that weird? Um, no. That's I mean, you. Yeah, I know. Because you don't think about things that have happened already, you know? Because like they're they done. Just, they're gone. Yeah. They're just done. It's I'm done. Like the opposite. Like, if you look at the past, like, if you really look at the past, it's just, it is gone. Yeah. Nobody's in the history of life ever gone back and went, let me go change that real quick. Yeah. Like it's done. But it's hard not to just like think about certain things where you're like. But that's oh. why everybody comes with all this stress and these problems and this anxiety and because they're thinking about them. nothing has ever happened and nothing will ever happen except for right now. Mm-hmm. You think about the future, you get stressed thinking about, oh, I got a test in three days. Yeah. I'm not going to pass it. Oh, I got to do this. But that's not even here. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even exist. Until you're sitting down taking the test. I know. Like that test doesn't actually exist until you are penning the answers on the paper. Yeah. I know. And the, the, this conversation, the last, this sentence that I'm saying right now, <laughs> gone. <laughs> it's gone. Right. What are we going to say next? What are we going to say right now? Right? Mm-hmm. So for me, I think that's one of the best ways to live is like just right here, right now. Yeah. There's, there's nothing else. You know? Yeah. Look at, look at like all the people, and your brother was affected by the fires up in Northern California, mm-hmm. right? Entire life flipped upside down, like this, right? Yeah. Had a job to go do the next day, probably. Had to go. He was probably driving his car, right here, right now, driving to the future destination, and then stopped and went, "Wow, I'm gonna go salvage what I can, and this is happening." Mm-hmm. Like he, had, he didn't know that. Yeah. Because you can't, con- and that, that's, you can't control anything. You can't control anything that has happened 
anything that will happen, you can control it just right now. Oh, that's stressful. <laughs> Why is that stressful? I don't know. It, you're eliminating two-thirds of what stresses everybody out. No, the I don't past know. that they think about and the future, which doesn't exist. I don't think I could eliminate either of those things. That's all I think about. Really? Yeah. Plus, I think just, well, that's just my personality, right? That's my mom. I'm thinking about maybe what I could have changed today watching these kids. Maybe they wouldn't have fought seven times if I would have done this right or this right, you know? Yeah. But and then she goes to sleep and I'm like, that. is she happy? Like, I hope she's happy. I don't know. She still loved me. <laughs> sitting there thinking about how you could have changed something. That has already happened. I know. It's never going to end. I know. You'll never go back and go, oh, good. You know what? Hindsight's twenty twenty. I should have done this. So <coughs> you just yeah, go back and fix that. I'm constantly like learning, right? Every yeah, day. Yeah, but that's for, yeah, you you should break down things that have happened. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't, I don't live like in this. I memory <laughs> erase immediately mode and like but I'm you kind of do what like happened a the zombie other day? moving into the next step every time i take a but step i'm like do. what now what happened the other day when i was like don't ever we got in a little argument remember no dang it i don't know i don't really remember now anyways but um well what was it about shoot our arguments only last about 45 seconds so because they're stupid. Can't remember. Remember, I came to your work and I was like, don't ever do that again. What was it? Come on. I have no idea. And you were like, oh, I don't think about that. It's gone. I'm not worried about it. And I was like, I've been seriously <laughs> irritated all day. What do you mean you're not worried oh, yeah. about it? What oh, was yeah. it? Okay, here's, here's what happened. You came to visit me at work. You kept... Uh, you, the morning that you left for work, you said you had no gas in your car, so you took mine. Yeah. To work. I had to go to the facility on Monday with... Oh, oh, oh. Rewind. I'm going to start this over. Okay. The day before this, we were hanging out at the facility, and I came. we went to the park or something, right? Or the mall. And we took my car because you didn't want to take yours. And I had your keys. No, this is the story. Uh, no. Yes, it is. Okay, Listen. Go. <laughs> God. Go this ahead. is the story. You took my car to work. Yeah. Okay. Right. Because you had no gas in your car. So I took your car to my work. And when I got in, there was plenty of gas there was to get empty. all over town. Okay. So I said, all right, cool. I just went straight to work. You came and brought my car over to pick up Harper. And I said, I didn't get you any gas. And then I came with you to get gas in your car. Mm -hmm. You dropped me back off at work and you went home. And I called you and said, do you have my car key still? And you said, yes. <laughs> and you wouldn't bring it to me. <laughs> it was still pretty early. It was like six o'clock. Harper goes to bed at seven. So that's not early for me. Okay, early enough. I Ubered home. Right. From work, whenever time. And the next day? And the next day I woke up and I was a little late getting out of the house. You had 30 minutes to get to work. Mm -mm. 
No. And rewind this. I walked out the front door all fast, like, see ya. And I looked to see that there was no car in the driveway of mine. And that's whose fault? <laughs> Yours. You forgot your keys to begin with in, in my car, right? Because you went to go get me gas and you had your keys. And then all of a sudden, you didn't have your keys. So for me to bring your car keys to you is just like, gosh, dang it, really? Because you're a really forgetful guy. You leave the house every day without something. Your car keys. You just make it down the steps. You're like, <laughs> hey, can you open the door? The keys are, my keys are in the house. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Keys, wallet, phone, whatever. Everything you need, you always forget. Um, so then, basically, I was just irritated about that. It's like, I, whatever. Uh, I can't think. You're <laughs> giving me a headache. You decided to go to work instead of drive me to work oh, and drop right. me off first. So now, two oh, for two on deciding not to help me with anything. <laughs> And you very asked, irritating. I woke up. So this was the one day at work that I didn't have to be there till 930. It was a pickup shift. I usually have to be there at like 430 or 5 a.m., right? So I'm stoked about not having to get up early. But I still get up early because Harper woke up early and you laid in bed. And I just wanted to strangle you <laughs> while you laid there till 830 and then realized, oopsies, got to go to work and I don't have a car. So that for me was like, if you would have paid attention and then like, oh, right, I didn't get my car drove I didn't drive my car like last night I drove an uber you would have thought about that and you would have woke up at seven with Harper and I and we would have got your car at seven instead you're rushing like I need to get my car and I'm like I've got to go to work so good luck with that <laughs> anyways super long story short I was just bummed about that situation because I left for work angry usually we don't leave angry at each other you left for the facility angry I didn't leave angry you're like bye okay maybe I left angry and then I was irritated. I came to visit you later because I'm such a good wife. And you're like sitting there like nothing's wrong. And I'm still fuming from the entire day. And you're like, what? What happened? I'm like, you don't remember what our day started like? So I guess you do erase everything. <laughs> but what's the point in holding on to that all day? Like, Because you have to eventually like clear the air. Like, hey, listen, I'm an idiot. No, so you don't. Are you, you wasted six hours of your day being all irritated about something that happened and do we all know that that was wrong yeah but it was like i don't know like to need to need the like i need an apology i, I need a need text an message I just but if i texted like, you and said hey i'm so sorry i should have never done that yeah because your like day asshole. wasn't ruined but mine was right i know but if i texted you. you you would have felt fine yeah but me texting you doesn't take away what i did so yeah i don't it, see like, why people <laughs> need like need that like we're married need that we're married when are we getting divorced over that no then what is it it doesn't matter it's just a nice just like thing to be like hey we started off on the wrong foot this morning it's my bad i'm sorry i brushed you and you had to get to work and i'm just like on edge right now because i don't know <laughs> if you realize but i'm working for insurance and like this is the last week to get my hours in so every single day that maybe i didn't have to work i still went into work to get in every hour that I could and that stresses me out so when like right before work you're like I need to drive all the way to Carlsbad and you work in San Marcos and you have 30 minutes it was like mm, I'm just gonna like that it's literally a triangle I know babe but it you takes drive there you hit San Marcos minutes. Boulevard and you're there it's just and you don't understand when I get to work I like to like get there get I my get drink it. Relax. I do understand that I hate rushing in I understand it's a that. bummer because I'm getting like it doesn't matter what time people I show yelling up at, at me. <laughs> we open at nine. I'll get there at eight. Yeah, it's nice to go early. And the doors are 
people are walking in behind me at 810. Right. So anyways, that was that. That was a bummer, but we figured we it out. We got through it, it sounds like. I guess so. <laughs> I still am kind of mad at you. No, you're not. No, you're not. I am. <laughs> you jab plenty for me to be like mad at. If I was like you and I wanted to take everything that bummed me out and be sad all day, I'd be sad every day. Oh, no, you would not. Yes, I would. Why? Because you do like, you do so many like little, <laughs> like backhanded, just like you say, you like, you like say things that like, you know, like Carp will be running around. Mommy, chase me. And instead of just being like, I'm so tired, babe. Can you chase her? It'll be like, oh, mommy's not going to chase you because mommy's tired because she's the only one that does anything I around here. I never say that. That is something. <laughs> such a lie. Mommy did dishes and cleaned the whole house today. Sometimes when I'm Maybe on dad can chase you because he just sat on his butt at work. No. That's you. <laughs> You're throwing me under the bus. That's you. <laughs> There's some, ta- like some days I will do that because I'm so irritated with you about something like, I don't know, the dishes or just leaving laundry all over the house and like whatever there's just tons of stuff that irritate me and then when you get home and you sit on your phone and you sit on your butt and you sit and sit and sit and I've chased two kids around and I've worked my butt off at 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. like I get you work too but you really just it's just different so uh, yeah that's why I throw those backhanded jabs but you know like I'm partially kidding (laughs) no you're not I just wish, and this is not how you are, but I just wish you would like get home and be like, hey, Harper, like throw her in the air. And I be do like, that Let's do. every day. But it lasts about like 15 seconds and then it's onto the phone. That's and, like, because she doesn't even like to sit and like, I get all she does. What'd she do today mm-hmm. when I walked in? She was hiding under my shirt, but that's because yeah, like, and she when was she came out, she did what she got from you. Which is grind her teeth and like squeeze my face off like she, she loves me so to death. She was so excited to see you. I know, that's what I'm saying. That's like, cool. grinds like literally. You saw her. Yeah, she does. She the grabbed same thing my I cheeks, <laughs> squeezed, and I could see her face like shaking and like her teeth were clenched. Yeah. And then she. She, put her fingers on the corner of my eyeballs and, pulled them to the side. <laughs> to pay attention to her. No, yes. that was to make me look funny. Because she needs the attention. I, She's I know, but what I'm saying is like when dad. I come home and do that, it lasts 15 seconds because of her, because she's like, all right, cool, I'm over it. That's know, probably where my personality comes in of like, what, the, the what now, week. what now, what now? So I always come home, you know that. That's fine. But her personality, it's not like I'm just like, walk in the door, give her a kiss while she's in my arms and like, okay, let me go do what I want to do. No, but that's the thing. When she does move on to the next thing, then so do you. And that's... Nine times out of ten to your phone, and that's where no, it's always No, I always been hard do when she's like, Daddy, come here. Daddy, come here. Look at what I did today. All, all the time. I know, but I just wish it would last a teeny bit longer. And then I wouldn't I'm have to feel I like. I'm agreeing. I do have a problem. I wouldn't feel like I'm constantly like, maybe dad can do it. Maybe dad would be able to read <laughs> your book tonight. Maybe dad can brush your teeth. You're only clenching your teeth just like her right now, saying that. Only because. So angry. I just wish that you would. And I wish you it would scare just come. Me. I'm afraid of you good that's my goal i'm scared why what do you mean when you're scary you're acting like the biggest baby right now (laughs) i want to be scary why do you want to be scary 
because they want you to know how serious I am about this. <laughs> oh, yeah, serious. I'm a tough guy. I'll show everybody right now how serious Bailey is. Farts. <laughs> you can't even hear that word without laughing. Oh, well. Because you're five years old. I think it's funny. If you were wrongfully put into an insane asylum, how would you cons- convince them that you're actually sane and not just pretending to be sane? How would you do that? Like you have to act, would you act like overly normal? Probably. Because I would want it to make it be like, yeah, it's definitely. But then they would think you're acting. I think I'd be a really good actress. I think you would have to make friends with like the guards or the people or whoever. And like eventually, like if like you have one of them, like one of the guards becomes your friend. One day you're going to be like, listen, Harry. Get me out of here. Get me out of here, Harry. I'm not crazy. Go get taught and tell him to help me get out of here. I he think that's taught. what you have to do. <laughs> I think you'd have to have a, you'd have to build a relationship with one of them. Yeah, maybe. And then the, enough for them. Like, I have conversations about, like, the news or whatever's happening in the day, and you'd have to have that. Just telling somebody that you're not insane when they think you're insane. You're definitely insane. <laughs> you just said that I was crazy. I said you're scary. Same thing. <laughs> That's the weirdest thing you've ever said to me. Do you really think I'm crazy and I scary? I don't think you're crazy. I do not think you're scary. You haven't seen that side of me yet. Please. I have wrestled with you. You are a little stronger than I gave you credit for. <laughs> when we fight, you're a little stronger than I gave and you credit for. And we've raced, and I've almost beat you. So I'm a little faster. Feistier. You almost beat me because I was going to let you like hang with me for a little bit, and then... You realized how you many wheels were on thought, so I had to actually run. But I am much faster than you and stronger. Well, you should be. See, that's a good answer. Did you see that lady the other day that you, you didn't see this? There's a lady that set like a deadlifting record, I think. Yeah. And then went on afterwards about how women are just as strong as men and they can do whatever men can do. And, and it's like... Like mm-hmm. he, just be the strongest woman. That's cool. Like set the record. Yeah. And then there's some guy on Instagram. He's he's this like trainer that he's not famous, but he's more famous now. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many followers he has or anything like that, but he's like a pretty average like trainer. Strong, strong, look good. But he's like, all right, I'm gonna add 20 pounds onto the women's world deadlifting like record. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he like. Did it like five times, like it was like ten pounds. Yeah, and this is like an average, like strong. He was strong. Yeah, but I just that whole like comparison to me is. I don't think it does any good. Yeah, because they can't. I mean, physically. Like yes, is there women that are jacked? Are jacked and can go bench press more than some guy that has never touched a weight in his life and weighs one hundred and twenty pounds. Yeah, if you Absolutely. compare it like that. And but when you're talking about yes, I know. But when you're well, no. But I mean, like, when you're talking about like genetics mm-hmm. and DNA and like the makeup, a man is supposed to be stronger. They they have testosterone, so they are built stronger. Uh-huh. You know. Yeah. And I think that's the only thing about all that stuff that bothers me is that, like, when it's it's just imp- it's not it doesn't make sense. 
That doesn't make it's sense. Just, like the women that are like doing those things are usually like like a Caitlyn Jenner used <laughs> to be. Like they're yeah, just. I like, think I just think they want more credit and they want like so much more. But what people need to understand, it's like the WNBA. <laughs> they want more money. They think yeah. they're getting robbed. The NBA makes this much money. These guys are signing max deals for two hundred twenty million dollars. And we're making $60,000 a year. <laughs> but I, I don't understand where you look at that and go, there is no argument. Yeah. People, <laughs> people turn the WNBA off. They don't turn it on. So when you don't sell tickets, you don't make money, you're not going to get paid. It's still on, like a thing. You're not going to get paid, though. Thing. It's a business. Yeah. These football players get paid millions of dollars because the NFL makes millions and millions and billions of dollars. Yeah. So they pay their guys. Right. You go to WNBA game and it's like they sell 86 tickets and four beers and three bags of popcorn. Yeah. And that's it. They lose money. <laughs> the the WNBA is owned by the NBA. Really? Yes. Oh. And the NBA is probably pissed because they probably lose money on it every year. But you imagine what kind of hole they'd be in if they ditched women's basketball? Yeah. They'd get sued. Right. That's interesting. That's the day and age we live in where, like, oh, well, I guess we're just going to sit here and take a hit and lose money because it's better than getting taken to court by a bunch of people that thought they were underpaid because their talent and their whatever drew this, was worth this amount of money, mm -hmm. this amount of money. How do we get on that topic? Um, I was talking about you being strong and you were talking about oh, being yeah. fast. But that's weird. Do you like women's basketball? You played it. No, absolutely not. Why? I don't even like men's basketball though. Like, well, I mean, I love basketball. I love to play it, but it, just to watch it, unless I know somebody that's watching it, I'm not interested. I honestly would rather watch baseball which is hilarious to say because before I met you, I didn't even know what this sport was. Baseball's boring sport ever, but now it's like, I turn, you know it. I turn it on when you're not even here. Because mm -hmm. it's a good sport. Well, because now I know it a little bit more. But it's entertaining. Like you look at it and you go, oh. Like, What's gonna yeah, happen? Like, you, know, you know that in the fifth inning, when the score when is, is it going to be yeah like when the score is two to one and the bases are loaded and it's two outs and even though you still have half the game to go you're like this is a huge at bat yeah and this is exciting right well I didn't know that before that's what I'm saying now no that idea. you know that now that you enjoy watching it like it's a good sport and it's fun and these guys do amazing things yeah to watch somebody throw 100 miles an hour is incredible and then to watch some other guy hit it out of the yard is even more incredible. Mm -hmm. So it's just fun, but but baseball has a, a history. Like like that's baseball. You yeah. go to the stadium and you get a hot dog, even though you don't like hot dogs. Like <laughs> that's it, it has a whole thing to it. Yeah. And that's where the entertainment is. So there's football. People hate the new rules because it's changing football. You can't hit a guy this way. You can't do that. You can't touch this guy. People loved it because people flew around and got demolished. Well, what about, like, basketball? Like, I swear, obviously, when I played in high school, I mean, traveling was, like, 
you traveled. So now it's <laughs> not your turn. It's the other turn. It's the other team's turn. And but you see like these guys again, again, sprinting without dribbling. That's a business. I know, it's just crazy. You think the NBA is going to call travel and take away seconds. a LeBron James slam dunk hammer down dunk <laughs> that gets the entire whoever's watching yeah, the whole country like, pumped up the rules are the rules right no not when it comes to making money they it's don't care it's crazy they don't care so what's the point of having them <laughs> they they bend them a little bit a little bit they call them when it's like overly obvious yeah and they just stretch it for everybody though like nobody travels yeah. unless they're like running full <laughs> speed and they pick the ball up to pass it and their guy like turns his head and they try to hold on to it or something yeah. mm. but when it comes to like a layup or a dunk or James Harden, they're not going to call a travel on anybody. That's just interesting. It just makes the game better. Yeah. You're taking the best athletes in the world and taking a little bit of the rules away from them, and now they can do whatever. They can do incredible things. People now see incredible things on a nightly basis in the NBA. Yeah. But even the NBA was struggling. And then Golden State came around and started raining threes all over the place, and they were awesome, and Steph Curry was cool. Uh And it, like, revived it. And LeBron James, obviously. And now the NBA draft was yesterday, and they just like drafted the second coming of LeBron James. They're like he's like the next guy, but they're like who? Zion Williams is his name. Mm-hmm. Zion Williamson. Hmm. Zion Williams or Williamson, whatever. Played for Duke. He's an animal. Mm-hmm. But they said like next to LeBron, there's nobody else that's ever looked physically or had this kind of explosive, unbelievable ability at that age. But, huh. yeah. Wish I was a NBA star. <laughs> a WNBA star? No. Or an because NBA star? I would be on the NBA. Because <laughs> I'm do. up there with the guys. <laughs> I would oh, like I to would see. I would be it. able to slam dunk. How awesome <laughs> would that be? Listen. If those guys were playing full speed tomorrow, nine of them, and you were just the 10th girl on the court. Listen, I'm not even joking you. That'd I've had awesome. dreams about playing in the NBA. Not maybe like with like Allen Iverson, you know, my guy. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's your guy. But I would be like on the court with like these major ball players and I was doing things like I was good. I think it was like back in high school, but still, isn't that crazy? No, that sounds pretty stupid. Why? <laughs> <laughs> it's a dream of mine. <laughs> Ever since I was little. No, I'm just kidding. It doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> sound stupid. No, but like, you know, in a dream, you're like, you have the ability to do all these crazy things. Like, I was like jumping yes, as know. high as I could possibly I jump against these men and like slam dunk, see a three No, I know. It's just like you feel invincible. And That's I would a, have those isn't all it crazy? the time. Like, it's like real life and you wake up and you're so bummed. Yeah, I'm like, what? When did I, I get know. this? <laughs> I used to sit in my parents' driveway and shoot hoops down there all the time. And when I was like 13... I swear I would do this. I actually, I probably did this from like 10 to like 16. <laughs> I would seriously stand there like in front of the rim. Pretending. And I would just, no. I would look and I'd be like, all right, like, come on, God. Like one time, nobody's here. Nobody will know. Like, just let me dunk this ball. <laughs> I swear. I did this every night. Did you ever get to it? No, I, but I did the full like, Sprint, talk. <laughs> run, like I w- I would jump and s- every single time was convinced I was gonna dunk the basketball. That's hilarious. 
and it would always like my dreams. It is, <laughs> especially because <laughs> I would I was like I would go up with like one hand. I would go up with like one hand, and it would just. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even get up to the net. I would basically like throw a throw a one-handed pass off the garage. <laughs> but I seriously thought, like, I'm not kidding. I seriously thought every time I was gonna actually dunk it. That's good. Optimistic. <laughs> Just hilarious. I'm super optimistic. <laughs> I don't know. I can picture that, but I swear I thought I was going to every time. Never did. I was disappointed. The first time I ever dunked a, dunked a basketball in like an actual, it was a pickup game. It was game. on a trampoline court. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was not. Okay, it was in real life at the, at the, what's it called? The what? Let's you hear it. You used to play. You used to play the rec ball. Corky Smith? I don't know what it was called. No, it was at LA Fitness, and I played every day. All the time. I had some hops. I could jump. Like, I could dunk a ball one out of every, like, two times when I just would run and jump. Mm-hmm. 5'11". It's pretty decent hops. Yeah. Anyways, all the stars aligned one day in, like, a pickup game at LA Fitness. It got, it like, super intense down there. And it was, like, the real, like... Was I here? Was I around? No, I was 18. Um, I was still in... Yeah, you were in third grade. <laughs> Eating yogurt. <laughs> Eating yogurt for lunch and snack time. Yeah. Story time. Lunchables. Mm-hmm. The pizza ones. So this is actually funny, this story then, because of what we just talked about. I got like a, I was always just a cherry picker, like, because I was, well, I was a cherry picker and then like the fast break guy. Like mm-hmm. if I was down there for the rebound, well, you've seen me play basketball and how incredible I am at mm-hmm. the game. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Very good. Thank like you. Like I was waiting to get your autograph after every single game. Yeah, men's league games. Yeah. Were you embarrassed by my anger issues in the men's league games? No, but I wish I would have known then. <laughs> That's how you actually were. <laughs> Outside of basketball, real life anger. So I'm at LA Fitness. I've been playing there for a year. Everybody knows everybody. Like the occasional new guy rolls in, you know? Mm-hmm. So then all the games get like really intense because people know each other and they can like say what they want to each other and yell and scream and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, it's like, all right, Ricky, see you later. All right, John, bye. You know? Go game. Yeah. I get, I finally, I finally get like the perfect deal. Mm-hmm. I'm guarding a guy. He shoots a three. He misses it. I'm on like the left wing. I'm, as he shoots it, I like jumped to block it and missed it. So like landed past him and like just turned around and jogged to like half court, like put the hand up, like somebody give me the ball. Yeah. Guy throws me uh, just a one-handed outlet, takes his one bounce right in stride, like everything just like lined up so beautiful I'm looking at the ball I catch it I dribble it I go pick up on one step I jump and everything is like perfect and there's a girl on the other team she's the only one down there and he clobbered her clobbered her and hammered it down so hard the whole gym was like oh and then they're like oh bro that I can see what are you doing, doing? That. and I was like 
I was so sad because it was like such a moment and all I could do was be totally embarrassed about it. Because you killed somebody. It was it, totally embarrassing. Yeah, that is embarrassing. It didn't, you didn't say that it was co-ed before you started this. She program. was the only girl. What do you mean? Like, she would it, show up every day and be like, I'm going to run with the guys. So it wasn't co-ed? She just no, it was, a bunch, it was always 25 guys and one girl. That's so weird. She guarded well, she me it. like 90% of the time. That's, maybe that's why that happened. She deserves it. She guarded me like I was the weak link. Like, oh, yeah. I'm the girl. I'll guard this guy. That guy's tiny. I made it an absolute point to like block every shot she took. Oh. Steal the ball <laughs> from her every time she dribbled. Oh. But she was like. Athletic. Yeah, she was good. But I just. And it wasn't so much like about her. Just me being like. Ah. Move. I, I've always felt like it's worse to be like. Like, if you felt like you could play with the guys and you wanted to, like, you would, would you feel better or worse if you scored two points and they, like, dominated you all game or you scored 17 points and they, like, let you shoot because they felt bad for you? No, I would not like that. Right? You'd rather just go, cool, you blocked five of my seven shots. You're better, but I tried. Yeah. Yeah. And I shot a three-pointer that I banked in, so. At least I didn't airball it. You know? Yeah. I would rather have that. Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> I think it's just better that way. I would definitely not want to get slam dunked on, though. It was awful. I would have sprinted out of the way immediately. She fell. <laughs> I, I imagine. Like, my knee and, like, my thigh, like, hit her shoulders, and, and she, she, like, fumbled tipped. over, like, on the baseline <laughs> and rolled into, like, the padded wall, and I landed, like... Good thing you didn't <clears> land on her. And I landed, like, bam, like, in, like, the power stance after a dunk. Like, immediately sorry. looked and went, God dang it. Gotta help her up. <laughs> I went to help her up and she's like crawled up on her own. Like, she's like, get out of here. Yeah, you're stupid. Help. Yeah, that's a. Not a good time. It's hilarious. It's the only time I really like dumped the basketball in my entire life in like a game that. Kind of mattered. I don't say mattered. <laughs> like, meant, I don't know, whatever. Didn't mean anything. A live game. That's okay. what it was. No referees included, though. No referees, no. Okay. Just, just the standard guys every time you miss a shot it's a foul it's a foul gosh pick up basketball you'll learn some things about people yeah you guys are all a bunch of idiots that never made the team <laughs> and this is like you're uh, i play rec ball so this is a big game tonight and you're like all right cool you're all just wearing black t-shirts you don't even have jerseys settle down I did buy you two pairs of shoes for those games. Like, expensive, Almost nice. My whole team is probably listening to this. Good. They should all know. Just kidding. Sorry, I wore guys. them. I wore those shoes with great pride. Yeah. And that's it. Never wore them again. Yeah, I do. That's such a lie. When have you ever worn basketball shoes? You just went and bought contractor shoes. Because <laughs> you build houses now. Those are Levi's. They're, the soles are like five inches. I'm going to put one on after this. If and you're you gonna ever see how wear good, those around me. And you're going to see how good they look. Don't ever wear those around me. Or I'm, I'm going to start wearing on. tap shoes every day. <laughs> or my work shoes. <laughs> wear see your black you non-slips every day. I will wear my non-slips. Uh, I'm telling you right now, you're, I'm going to take a picture of those. And I'm going to post it right here on but my can Instagram. can you give me the reason? What? I'm going to post it on my Instagram. And I'm going to take a poll and see who likes them and who doesn't. With More the outfit you're like wearing them. now, though. I'm wearing running shorts that oh. go three inches above my knees and no socks. Why would I wear work boots with this? Because that's your everyday attire. You're always in like workout clothes. That's why I can't picture you in these big old boots. 
I own jeans. You don't wear them. When do you wear? When are you gonna wear jeans? To your baseball. Tomorrow. Game? I'm wearing those tomorrow. Are we going out tomorrow night? We're not going out tomorrow I'm night. Wearing those. <laughs> I'm wearing those. All right. I'm gonna wear the most embarrassing. I think you're picturing them like, like my pants like scrunch up because like skinny jeans at the top of work boots, but that's not. Oh, so you got the flares? I got the, the flare boot buttons. cut. Levi's. Okay, listen. To fit around the Levi work boots. I'm going to wear the one pants that I've, those jeans I bought that are like flared at the bottom, but like not even long. They're, they're like high water flared pants. And they're flared from like the they're knees down. They're flared from like the thighs. No, the thighs are tight. And you hate them with <laughs> every ounce of you. So they're I'm going to wear those tomorrow with my work shoes. I promise you. I promise. And my apron. <laughs> Okay, well, then we're going to post a picture tomorrow of us going out. Oh, please. I'll no. hold true to my word and you hold true to yours. No, I'm kidding. I will ne- you couldn't even pay me to wear those shoes. I wear those pants every day. They're the worst. You still look good in them. They're just dumb. They're just a bad, bad pant. <laughs> it's the style. I am the style. I have good style. Let's remind everybody that like you've actually never had a style. You could be skater boy one day. You could be construction man the next. You could be baseball athletic guy. You could be, I don't even know. I mean, you could be anything. You could be a freaking zoo animal. <laughs> is that not the epitome of style? Do you know how many Not peop- every day is how many something people different. Do you, how many people do you know it's that do that? Huh? How many people do you know do that? Nobody. Yeah. So what are you trying to say? I'm trying to say Doing cool. something? And now I'm doing something. I've never looked. I put on whatever I want and whatever makes me feel good, and that's it. But does um, anybody ask you? No. Where you got it? No. <laughs> Unless they're real enthusiastic, go, man, that's nice. That's a good outfit. Well, that's because you don't care about anybody. I really do care. Yeah, you shouldn't. This well, is like, look at everybody else. are ugly. So look at everybody else. Like, look at the world. Yeah. You know, like, everything comes, like, full circle, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you were wearing bell-bottoms. Right. Bell-bottoms started in, like, the 60s, 70s? I don't know. It wasn't a lot. Obviously. <laughs> 60s, 70s, whenever they start. The high-waisties. High-waisted bell-bottoms. Yeah, that was the thing. the thing. Right? So that disappears for probably 30, 40 years from the 80s to the 90s, 2010s, mm-hmm. and now in 2018, 19, high-waisted pants are in, bell-bottoms are trying, but it's come back. Everything yes. everything comes back. Everything, right? And it's actually hilarious. In 1990, it was like, you've watched Friends, you know Friends. Like you think about Monica and Rachel and Phoebe and the the jeans they wore, they like they were mom jeans. Yeah. And what's the most popular jean out right now? Probably. They're actually called mom jeans. That's what I'm saying. But honestly, like that's for me, they're great. That's what I'm saying. I have a mom bod, so it's like. You don't have a mom bod, but that's what I'm saying. All these, all these things, are like coming, comes everything comes back. Yeah. And I think this started because you said you worry about what other people think and, like, what it's supposed to be, right? Yeah. Like, even for my outfits. Like, I'm not supposed to wear a different outfit every day. <laughs> but, like, I think right now the world is, like, an, in full circle mode where 
what's in is what's what's your story. No, just like I think it's literally like we just made it full circle for the first time and however long you think the world's been here. Mm-hmm. If there was two people in the world, on the world, and they created the rest of the world over time, like those people didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. They did. They could do whatever they wanted, and it was cool. Yeah. That's how it is right now. You can do whatever you want, and it's cool. Yeah, but whatever there's like want. a look. There's like this like look now. Well, there's a yeah, look. There's, you there's can do a whatever look you want. for people. There's a look for eight million different. There's eight billion people on the planet. I know. But there's it's a look just for a, a zillion different groups. Like there is no just this is it. Yeah. Look at social media. Like you you scroll through. You type in fashion. Hashtag Instagram fashion right now. You're going to see uh, probably 30% the same thing. And all the other 70% will be completely different from everything else you see. Mm-hmm. Look what Kanye West did. He put out a bunch of beige, brown, like eggshell and white clothes. And that's it. Yeah. And they're like rags. Right. And it's huge. Well, that's because he's. It's because you can do whatever you want. It's well, full let's go shopping tomorrow. Circle. You want to get rid of everything we have and just start our own thing? Like, I'll just wear underwear every day. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what everybody wears. Yeah. Booty shorts. Sports Booty shorts. Bra. Crop top. Bathing suits are ridiculous these Bathing days. suits are not bathing suits. They're just kind of a couple pieces of fabric. What is your bathing suit like? In the I middle? actually honestly like in the middle? don't own a bathing suit. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I have like a bottom that goes with nothing and then a top that's like way too small. And I have not gone bathing suit shopping in over three years. Is that weird? But you have bathing suits. No. Okay. I just told you. When you did. The style was not were, up my but back. You, but you were like, I know, but you were like, what kind of bathing suit? Like in the middle of. Like the full bathing suit bottom and then like the thong. You were like in the middle. I mean, it was like. Like covered like 75%. It was a good coverage, but it was like. It wasn't ridiculous. Like I didn't look like a grandma. It wasn't a diaper. No, I wasn't a baby. You didn't put a pull up on to go to the beach. I want to now, but (laughs) I didn't then. I think it's crazy. It is crazy. And stupid. And you I wonder why I these girls are like... Out, well, that's the thing. Like, I can't figure out if... Like, empowering everybody is good or not. Like, you're empowering everybody. Guys, girls. Like, it's all about empowering people and kids. Yeah. But you're empowering young kids. Like, a girl that wears that and feels, like, really comfortable about it is going to be probably just more advanced in life than she should yeah and things are going to happen in the life your life will literally go in a different direction whether good or bad yeah because of the empowerment you have where you say i can wear whatever i want and my dad doesn't tell me to change this my mom doesn't tell me you're not wearing that yeah sorry you're empowering a 13 year old girl to go out there and wear that and then you're instantly turning into a 21-year-old, 13-year-old. I literally look at girls now, and I don't, I could not tell you just by looking at them how old they are. I mean, yes, some look like, okay, a little younger, but what they're wearing, you're like, 
and they have like full acrylics on mm -hmm. nails hair done i know and you're like hmm you look like you could be like 13 14 but the way you're dressed and what you have and you're like it's questionable like, it's amazing it's kind of sad it's the same thing with like the boys they get empowered and they do whatever they want and their friends think it cool it's cool their parents don't say anything about it they let them go just hang out wherever they want at 12 years old and skate around or do whatever they want mm -hmm. i go to the beach and it's literally a bunch of like 12 year olds i can't remember the last time i've been to the beach but i feel like i look around i'm like everybody here is literally Choking. 12 13 not a parent to be found yeah they're laying them they're doing whatever they want but like i will listen to 12 or 13 year old boys say things to girls like yell at them and you know like hitting on them type mm -hmm. thing like they're literally they will literally say like the same thing that that some yeah, that some 30 year old at a bar is like hammering tequilas trying to just get up the courage to go say this stupid pickup line yeah like they'll yell it out and be serious about it hey what are you doing come hang with us yeah. go back to my room where my parents aren't home like they'll say that like it's normal mm -hmm. at 12 13 i know it's crazy there is no more like oh hey look at that girl and then like three 12 year old boys say something and they all go <laughs> and like run off which is probably how it should be at that age yeah definitely so i don't know if empowering the youth in that department in those departments is doing anybody any good no no i don't think so either i just picture like harper at that age and makes me just like i mean my parents you don't think they were but they were really strict with me like i didn't i don't i don't think they were not i don't know i had a curfew i didn't get to wear whatever the heck i wanted like i had like i mean pretty decent dress code i guess at school but i don't know like i just picture harper I'm really strict with her now at three and just trying to get her to be this great human being. And I just, just picturing her walk out of the house in some of these outfits that people wear, these kids wear. Like, I won't let her walk what? out of the house in a dress without like shorts underneath. Tight shorts. She knows. Yeah. She knows, like, mom, I need my shorts after she puts on her dress because she knows not, like, her underwear can't be shown, right? If you're wearing a dress, nobody wants to see your undies. If you're wearing a shirt that, or she put on her dress backwards today and it was like low, you know, lower in the mm -hmm. back than it is in the front. And I said, Parker, your dress is on backwards. You can see your boobies, you know, turn it around. She's like, oh, oh my gosh. She like <laughs> turned it around. But it's like, I don't know. It's almost like these parents just gave up or something like, oh, well. <laughs> well, I think daughter. it's tough. I just think it's <laughs> tough because these kids are, that's not what's happening today. Yeah. Nobody's getting disciplined. Nobody cares. They're just a jerks. What? I said they're just a bunch of jerks. I drove to the park to meet you the other day, and there was two kids, like 12, 13. Yelled. I had my windows down because it was hot, but I heard them yell at my car, I'm an alcoholic. And mm. I'm like, what? And I told, I was, Harper's like, mommy, what? You know, whatever. And I was like, those kids are just a bunch of jerks. And she was like, what, mommy? And I was just like, no. Just no parenting, just yelling at cars. Skating around, just doing whatever they want. I, yeah. It's it's amazing. 
What do you know what an alcoholic is at 12? I didn't know what that was. No idea. No. No. <laughs> Not at all. Right? No. I have no idea what that word was. I don't know. I just think it's a, that generation is just in a little trouble. They're in, they're in a little bit of trouble. Yeah. But maybe they're not. Maybe it's better to just grow up quick and the world's pretty ruthless. So maybe the quicker that you. But but that's like, you know, a lot of the. Not a racial thing, but the rappers and all these guys, like when you hear them talk and see the way they act and like you, you see what they're all about when they become in the spotlight a little bit. Mm hmm. And then you find out, like, oh, that guy's 17? Yeah. Like, that's that's crazy. But that's their life. Like, they're at 10 years old, and they've probably, they're probably sitting in, in, you know, the projects or whatever unfortunate situation they've been put in, and you're, they're forced to grow up immediately. Yeah. Like, at 7 years old. Mm -hmm. So then by 10, they're 20. And by the time they're 15, they're as old as they're ever going to get. They've seen it all. They've probably seen somebody get shot and done drug deals and, you know what I mean, forced to do them or whatever it is. But you look at that and go, are they better off for that or not? I don't. They're not. Yeah. Because the, look, what do you think is the best point? Like when you look back and go, that was the best time of my life. Age-wise? Before you met me, let's, let's say, because <laughs> obviously best time of my life like just makes you feel like good I know Probably. exactly what mine was like to a, like to a like uh, I hear little it. point let's hear it like if I go back if I were to get be able to start my life over and go back as far as I wanted and start somewhere it was literally when I was like 10 because mm -hmm. I lived on this street I'm sure it was before this but it was a point where I could Tim lived right up the street, Tim and John, my best friends. It was when I could finally ride my bike to their house. Mm -hmm. And it was like, I felt like the most free, unbelievable, like, feeling in the world. That's so I sad. prefer driving, riding a bike over driving a car because it puts me right back. And, like, that was the first thing I ever got to do where it's like, you're riding a bike. Like, you're on your own. Like, this is kind of... It's no, it's no different than driving a car. Yeah. And it was like, this is it. I'm a, I'm a man. I'm the coolest person. <laughs> but I felt like I was in the sandlot driving the baseball field. I didn't feel like a man. I felt like a kid. I can go do what they do. And I'm like, yeah. the reason it feels so cool is because I'm so young and I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. yeah. But my parents let me. Right. Like, I could go up the street and go to Tim's house, but I could also, like, turn left up here for a minute and, like, go explore some <laughs> dirt mounds and like ant hills and then go to Tim's like I could do that if I wanted to yeah my mom and dad are not right behind me going don't go over there mm -hmm. that to me like when I look at life like that I think is the happiest most free little point where I went this is what feel this just felt like it was a life-changing thing for me to ride a bicycle on my own somewhere that's cute is it crazy yeah I rode a bike to school my senior year <laughs> with a license why? Because I love riding the bike. You could have a license to ride a, your no, bike? No, I had a license. I, I could oh. drive, but I chose to ride a bike. 
Got my got my <laughs> license, Sheriff. Don't you worry. Uh, I got my bicycle license. And a helmet and some training wheels. And I'm wearing a helmet. <laughs> no, I would take it right here. I'd go out of our house, go up here in Mar Vista, go across the bridge, and then I would fly down. That's scary. I would Those wait for I would wait roads. for no cars to be behind me, and I would like. You're a crazy person. But I just like riding a bike. Riding a bike is fun. You know what? That's the absolute opposite of me. Oh. <laughs> I rode a boat. A boat. <laughs> I rode a bike one time in my neighborhood and I crashed it hard. And, and the neighbor was like, Are you okay? I'm like, Fine. I gotta go home. I can't believe somebody just saw that. So I went home. I don't remember how old I was, probably the same. Probably tiny. 28. Was it Rob, our neighbor? Just recently. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <clears throat> I hated bikes. And then when I turned six, I remember I could not wait to drive. Like when I turned 16. And I could get in my car and be like, I'm going to Java Hut, get my coffee. I'm the coolest person ever. My <laughs> town is about three inches wide. So and what were you driving? I think I had. Um, no, you don't think you remember your first car. I remember no, like your I first think car. It was a Jetta, right? No, I, I thought it was like a big Astro van. Oh, you wish. That was your first I car, did. Mr. Volvo. That scream when you t- push the brakes. It did. Give me a it break. Did. You're gonna make fun Do you want to hear a quick time? embarrassing story? Yeah. On that? I do. The brakes like worked but didn't like really work. <laughs> like they worked, but you had to like sometimes slam them and I don't know. <laughs> sometimes you didn't, sometimes you did. So like you never really slammed them because if you had to slam them they didn't work. And they worked, you're like whiplash oh. and knock your teeth out on the That on sounds the, really you know insane. <laughs> I was in, I was a, must have been a junior, because I turned 14, 15, 16, 17, yeah, I turned 17, like, two months into my senior year, mm-hmm. so I was a junior, because I had just gotten my license, <laughs> and you're pulling up in the Volvo, pulling into school, and uh, <laughs> the girl I liked at the time, which I don't think she ever knew that because I never even talked to her. I think I just saw her for like two weeks. I was like, oh, yeah, cool. She pulls in. Like, we're going down two different lanes, but the parking is like, you know, each car is front bumper to front yeah. bumper. So she's coming down the other side, and I'm coming down one side. Mm-hmm. There's no, like, dividers in the middle. And she, like, I see her pull in. I'm like, oh, man, I think there's, like, an open spot right in front of her. Sweet. Crashed so into her. I, I turn in. And just, just, I hit the brakes and it's just nothing but a loud squeak and like a four mile an hour, like <laughs> right into her bumper. And she was like, her whole car jolted. I watched her like head bow, like look at me. And I'm like, oh my Hi. God, it was the most embarrassing thing. It was one big, like, eek. but it was like just enough to be like, that's super embarrassing. Nobody's hurt. But now I'm like sitting like. <laughs> straight up and down in this Volvo like my head's like an inch from the roof and I'm just like uh sorry two hands on the wheel <laughs> was it beige it was beige it was white. wasn't it not uh, not totally white like a little bit yellow stop <laughs> it was white I just picture like squeaky brakes you it was probably had a bad paint job it was so loud babe oh my god why would your parents do that to you it was a great car it was Volvo's the safest car on the roads I just picture it. It's like a station wagon. Like a... It was exactly what you would think of a little four-door... <laughs> was it? It's a sedan? Is that what that's called? 
I don't think so. Ford, yeah, a sedan is like a regular four-door. Probably the most embarrassing car you've ever Very had. boxy. Very <laughs> nice. Very, very... <laughs> I wasn't embarrassed by it. I actually liked it. Well, you drove the Ford Focus for how many years? Ten years. And you like that. Yeah. Your hubcap popped off <laughs> as I was driving next <laughs> to you. And I was like, hey, your wheels hanging there. Hey, buddy. You were not like, hi. You were pointing, laughing. I know, but I was trying to get your attention. Like, That you happened when you were in the car. Do you remember? I was driving. I know, but that happened when you were in the car. We were at the movies the night before. And you know how the movie has like right in front of where the where the front opening of the movies. Mm-hmm. It had like where you'd walk in the doors. Up yeah. above the movies it has all the, the digital board with all the movie times. Yeah. And so the parking lot right there. You smacked it. Yeah, it has like a it has like almost like yeah. a U shaped curb so you can pull in. Look at the signs yeah. and then pull out. I you were in the car with me, and there was people everywhere, and I was in the U-shaped thing, going straight and looking at the times. And you crashed. And it. I shot straight up the curb. And so it loosened. Well, they were fifteen dollars rims from Walmart. Yeah. So then, when do you, you remember what they sounded like? The rims. Yeah. No. Like if you like knocked on them, they sounded like a frisbee. <laughs> like <laughs> they probably were frisbee <laughs> cutouts. No, actually, that's not what they were. I got those after I lost that one. When that one fell off, I went and oh, got Oh, okay, them. so the ones before were a little nicer. Because they were 20 They might have been from Target. They were $32 <laughs> for four rims. Okay. Hubcaps, I guess you'd call them. Yeah, they're hubcaps. They were um, plastic snap-ons. They literally snapped on. I would, you feel like that was like the most embarrassing car you had? The Ford Focus? Yeah, I Loved asking. that thing. So it was a Volvo. The most embarrassing car that I've ever had had to have been the squeaky tires or wheels whatever either that or the cadillac that we got in vegas <laughs> <laughs> remember that yes i remember that it was so embarrassing oh I'm my gosh like it. i can't do like embarrassing cars like if you put me in the front of an astro van and say let's go take a ride i'm not happy like i'm sitting there like uh. that was incredible I took you to Vegas. We were dating for how long? Not even a Two year. Two months. Really? Two months. Two months. Maybe. I you take you to me Vegas. A, you bought me a promise ring in Vegas. Oh, yeah. Turned your, finger, turn your finger green by the time you woke up in the morning. <laughs> but it was a cute cute way you did it. It was the gesture. Back in the day when you did those things. Oh, I did a whole like, little scavenger hunt and everything. Yeah. It was in the I safe. I put it inside the safe. Mm-hmm. Anyways. We'll talk about all my chivalry and nice yeah, things later. Start doing that again. Okay. Remember <laughs> the last time I, I did that the other day? I did that last week. What? I freaking left a rose and Reese's. It was and a plastic. Note. <laughs> the rose was made out of. I got it at Circle K. Paper. I came in from work at like twelve o'clock, and that was all that was open. Do you want to know the true story of what I was really confused about? The night. You were out till like 1 a.m. or whatever. You said you were cleaning your office. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that came to my mind was he found this stuff in his office. <laughs> like he found this random rose and he found this, these Reese's. That's, that's exactly what I thought. Is that bad? I mean, you know your office was full of crap. So I wouldn't be surprised if you found a plastic rose in a no, bag of I Reese's. No, I understand that. Yeah. So that's where my head was. I was like, whoa. I just got Is some. that why you didn't, you didn't even touch any of it? It was all in the exact same. <laughs> I put it like I on the sink. What would you want me to do with it? 
put it in the water it's plastic no like move it to where i'm like oh did she even see this i did i sucked the stickers no that thing was sitting right where it was you put that there later i honestly it was just so early and i was just like caught off guard i thought you just found those scraps from your office i didn't actually think you went and got something for me is that sorry it's kind of bad at least i'm honest i don't care (laughs) like it doesn't matter to me and it doesn't matter to me, but now that I know, like, you actually went, they weren't scraps. good about it? I feel better. All right. So we go to Vegas two months into dating. I got a hookup in Vegas. Don't hotel. worry. Got you a hotel. Two nights, three nights? I think it was like three. Was three two. nights in Vegas. Hotel's sweet. I'm 18, can't even go into the casino. It was sweet. The hotel was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, my hookup is a guy that owns used car dealerships in Vegas so he's like don't even worry I got you I'm gonna get you guys a caddy new Cadillac all blacked out that's what he said yeah I was like hell yeah right I, I felt like such a dude because I didn't have any money I was 20 21, You're 21. I, didn't have any, I didn't have anything I was in college with you I get there we get there and we get it's like it's like a Hearst. <laughs> it's straight 1982 long Grandpa car. boat. Grandpa. Grandpa. It was awesome. Silver, I loved it. Silvery. like The seats were peach. just fat leather recliners <laughs> that you sink into that you should have in your living room, not in your car. <laughs> no tent. It Awful. Was, oh, yeah, no tent. Everybody could see us, and it was just like, <laughs> <laughs> hi. That was awesome. That was embarrassing. That was awesome. I loved it. <laughs> so that was the most embarrassing car. That for me, only because I like brought you there and I was like, yes, everything's going so perfect. Yeah. And then I just knew that you were like mortified by the car. And I was like, dang it. Sorry. I became embarrassed because of how embarrassed you were. I know I got Like it. you didn't even want to get in the car. Because I thought it was a joke. You were like, yeah, Cadillac's going to show up, SUV, blacked out. I played nice. it off like that's, yeah, this and is And so sweet. when they pull up in that, I'm like, where is your grandpa? But do you remember how I acted? Why are we getting in his car? Do you remember how I acted? Not really. I was like, yeah, this thing is nice. Try to play it out. I loved it. You didn't fool me because I was like, get me out of here. But that to me, that's <laughs> like my life though. Like I actually like. You actually like Just it. like talking about living in the moment. Like this, this is, like is what we got. <laughs> Awesome. I'm going to buy into driving around Vegas. Like, I'm going to feel like it is now 1986. This is my Rolls Royce. I'm going to take two more buttons off my shirt, and I'm going to look like Johnny Depp in Fear and Loathing. Like, that's how I felt when I see something like that. I'm like, sweet, what an opportunity to do something. <laughs> and then I'm going to go to the mall while you take a nap at the hotel, and I'm going to buy you a $25 that's promise right. ring. Did I do no, I think you weren't taking a nap. I, I think I left there. I think it was super early in the morning. Mm. Super early. And I went and got that and I set it all up and when you woke up it was like I was gone. I said, I'd be down at the casino. Mm-hmm. So you woke up all on your own. Yeah. And had to solve my riddles. That's, That's a good story. Back when you loved me. Stop. <laughs> Oh, cute. That is cute. You should do something like that for me someday. 
Like what? What do you want? Just something cool. I feel like I do a lot for you oh. every day. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, feel like you do too. Oh, you know, just a clean house, food in the fridge, hot wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What more could you ask for? Nothing. I got it all. Okay, good. I really do. Because that's all I can offer. You offer a lot. All right. Well, do we want to answer one more question? Or do you, oh my goodness. 1116. Get me out of here. Are you alive? Oh. What do you got? Some fun over there? Oh, I just wanted to make sure it was real life time. It is real life. I wouldn't lie to you. Never more than once in the same day. Hmm. Got to get one freebie. All right, let's hear it. I've already used it today. No, your last question. Oh. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> I thought you were asking what my one lie of the day was. What is it? That's just, you got, if you don't know, then, then you don't know. <sighs> this whole podcast is a lie. This might be true. <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh, my goodness. If you were held at gunpoint and told that if you didn't impress them with your dance moves, you would be killed. Oh. What dance moves would you bust out? Let's ask, like, what, if you had to pick one song to dance to during this, what would be the song? You'd be like, I'm going to dance my ass off to this song. Um, this is a song for your life. For my life. Okay, I could dance to anything. <laughs> you need a song to dance to save your life. I don't have a song. You have to impress the men holding the gun to your head. Boy, dancing. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, gosh, I would die. Um, be humble. <laughs> Kendrick Lamar. Mm. <laughs> I good, can see that. That's a good beat. It's a great beat. He wouldn't even know what to do. Who? The gunman. Oh, then maybe just shoot you. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa. Wow. Bam. Okay, what would yours be? I don't know. Why don't you ask me just a question? Think of something. Doesn't matter what. There was no more good questions left on that. Oh. Um. Um. Mm hmm. Have you ever? <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> would you rather? <laughs> Give me the would you rather. You're the worst at these. <laughs> You're sick. Stop. You're sickening. I can't even think about anything right now. You're sickening. Would you rather... <laughs> Would you rather have toes for teeth or <laughs> fingers for eyelashes? Uh, toes for be? teeth? Really? Fingers for eyelashes, those are like... Yeah, they just dangle all the way down your face. Oh, no, they would probably sit up like this. Oh, they would open so up like would... a... Like a Boom. Okay, then fingers. Well, that'd be kind of pretty. But they're like, big. <laughs> they're big and they look like fingers. I don't like that idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, ask me one and then we're done. We're done with this. <laughs> okay. You got a stupid one. I already know. Sick. You're sick. That's why. It's sick. Probably. It? <laughs> it is, isn't it? Say what you're thinking. I honestly have no idea what I'm thinking because I'm trying to like 
decide if I want to be sickening or normal, but I don't know how to do that. <laughs> you don't know how to be normal because you are sick. Uh, I can't, babe. No. You can't handle the pressure. I really can't. This is two podcasts in a row where I asked you a question randomly at the end and you just froze like Because this Elsa. is like... Because <laughs> I don't know if I want it to be like a funny thing or like a scary thing. Ooh, okay. Mm. Would you rather sit in that shed outside we have that I want to get rid of mm-hmm. at night? Like I make you sleep in there full of spiders. Every spider under the sun. Tarantula, black widow, daddy long leg, everything that you're afraid of, right? Name spiders. one more spider. Oh, a tarantula. You named name three. <laughs> tarantula, daddy long leg, brown widow, okay. black widow. That's good. You got four. Okay. So all those creatures yes, in there. Yes, all the spiders in the world and me. So I would die. So you would live with the blanket of die. spiders over you. Or get hit by a car. Oh. <laughs> but you survive. But your legs turn into spiders. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, but you survive. You just oh have God. to be assisted the rest of your life with. <laughs> I'd sleep with the spiders. You would? Yeah, I don't I wouldn't want to put having to be assisted. No, okay. You just get hit. You're fine. I get hit by the car. I get hammered by the car all day long. If I like... But you have to have like multiple surgeries y- and your legs don't work as well. You're not as fast and athletic. You're not in a wheelchair. You're not like bed bound. I'm fully functional. You're functional, but you have like missing pieces of your bones. Like I have metal rods in my legs. and Like you look like... I look like Tom Hanks in, in Forrest Gump. You're just not the same, all right? So you sleep with spiders all night and you have arachnophobic dreams and all that. But you, you could wake up die normal. in there. You'd die in there. Okay, just pretend like the black widows and the brown widows aren't. Okay, if I deadly. wasn't gonna die. You're not gonna die in it any was of just these about scenarios. Fear. It's just about fear. Oh, I'd sleep with the spiders. Oh. Why would I not sleep with the spiders? I for, just can't. For seven hours instead of. Oh, not seven hours. Twenty-four care, hours. Twenty-four hours. <laughs> how long that would be it'd be forever it's pitch black and you just feel them crawling all over you that's fine you're okay with it it's a lot better than it being sunny outside and getting drilled by a (laughs) car and waking up to multiple surgeries in the hospital and not being the same for the rest of your life all right give me those spiders all day long go out there right now start tonight (laughs) this is not real oh (laughs) you're so confident i thought Uh, it was just gonna be your new life (laughs) (laughs) i'm turning into spider-man okay all right. That's it. Bedtime for you. I'm delirious. <laughs> Thanks for swinging by this, the uh, studio out here. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> the dinner table. Anytime, babe. All righty. Good. I'm going to hold you to that. I'll see you on the next one, all right? I love you. I will also see you in 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs>